The Outrageous Fun Podcast. <laughs> That's not it. Are you ready? The Outrageous Fun Podcast? I was going to cross my arms and feel terrible on the inside. Wow, dude. That's electric. What's up, everybody? Up? I just zoned out and forgot yeah, that we were starting. I noticed. <laughs> it was very apparent. I was deep in I was having a that's so raven vision at that moment. Honestly, I was like finishing typing a note and I was like, damn, I hope Dylan's paying attention. The second I saw you, I was like, that guy's not paying attention at all. Holy shit. My bad. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, what's good, everybody? Damn. Vibe check. How vibe are you doing? Check. How you doing? Happy. We're recording this on a Saturday and vibes are at a really good spot vibes are in a good spot right yeah. now um thank you for listening to our last episode if you're tuning in after that one mm-hmm. we've been getting a lot of feedback and it was like heavy conversation difficult conversation um learning a lot but feeling a lot mm-hmm. and that's, and that's just the, that's the point that's the point that's yeah. what we're trying to do but we were hoping today to try and we felt that dilly announcements check one two one two <laughs> good morning class dylan loves to whenever we do anything announce that we're doing it so this is what that is right now so. i think it's important <laughs> it is we I, felt it is. that it'd be cool mm-hmm. if we did a i feel like you have to make this announcement because then it's just <laughs> yeah. like oh they just went completely off the rails it's like, well, the, we don't know who we want to know why yeah. because we wanted to like raise our our spirits and hopefully your spirits mm. because it's a tough time right now. Yeah, and it's like we don't want to just keep digging ourselves these holes. Like we want to change, but we don't have to go deeper and deeper and darker and darker. We can like you know let's see some light for a little bit. Go back in the trenches, see some light for a yeah, little bit. Like go back we, in the we trenches. Wanna, we want to get deep and have these conversations, but we also don't want to like we're not abandoning our normal selves, yeah. you know, or our normal personalities. We're not changing. Everything, <laughs> not like abandoning smiling, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I still need to. You know what's funny? The I think in the Matthew McConaughey thing, the uncomfortable conversation with a black man, mm-hmm. um, I think I want to say, or I just wanted to hear this, whichever one. <laughs> oh, God. It was like, I think Matthew McConaughey asked a question like, how do you want like white people to react? Mm. Or or something like that. No, it was I like, think, what can I do? I think. Kind yeah, of but I think it was taught. He was talking about like white guilt, okay. and he was talking about like white guilt. And the guy was like, "I don't want you to feel guilty. I just want to feel heard." Mm-hmm. Remember he said that, yeah. and then he was like, "Heard," and then he said, yeah. "Heard," and I'm like, "Yo, I'm feeling all the white guilt." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. gotta I gotta lean more towards the heard section. Well, you that's how you learn. Like you, <laughs> like Dylan, take it all on. Dylan completely uh, like submerges himself in something. <laughs> yeah. And it's at, to the point where it's out of his control. He just spirals into it and like figures it out, and then like slowly crawls out of it. Yeah, and then I, he figure. Then he's right in the. But any, every I gotta time feel Dylan, all of it first. Though. And, yeah, every time Dylan, I mean, fuck. I mean, there's. You're, I'm dragging you down with. Me. Yeah, you're dragging me down, you, me down with you. But there's been so many ex- like small examples of that just on this show. Cell phones, one, two, three. Cell phones, one, perfect two, three. example. It's just I. PT. I mean, we. I literally just said <laughs> I wanted to tell this story. So if you guys remember the cell phone episodes. I, I mean, I hope you don't. <laughs> if you do remember them, Dylan was stunning for that his boards. A had a nervous attack. breakdown. Had a panic attack. Had this this epitome that uh, epiphany <laughs> that fucking cell phones were like ruining the world, which they uh, I mean they are I guess. And we did three episodes strictly on the topic. So I went sometime, back and listened to them. In yeah, quarantine, so did I. what a trip that was. I Honestly, was just like, dude, go listen to it. It's, it's terrible. It's so. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's not actually. The, it was it's actually not actually, not but it's like it's so obvious how much you're going insane at that time. Yeah, though. like it's, it's so, so obvious. In my the voice, I'm just like with. I'm a. To- I'm like thinking about where I was at. Yeah, what was going on? I was literally taking this exam. It was like the biggest moment of my adult <laughs> life, and we're just on the fucking airwaves, and I'm just freaking out about cell phones. Dude. And that was the first episode where I had to play the role of like calm Dylan down. down. Usually Dylan's keeping me grounded because I'm a fucking lunatic. But now <laughs> this one, I'm like. Like you could hear me actively trying to just offset his yeah. lunacy. There's a there's a principle in uh, improv that's like straight man, crazy man. It's mm. like one person just says crazy ass shit and the other person just like brings it back down to reality. And I was like, fuck, I'm the crazy man right now, but I'm not doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like in an improv show, like I'll be the crazy man on purpose to be funny. But in this, I was just like, I was just fucking nuts. Yeah. You know what I've <laughs> noticed about when we record? Anytime one of us is the crazy man and the other one's the straight man. Anytime we have an episode like that, the person who was the crazy man leaves and is like, that was the best <laughs> thing we've ever so done. Every single time that's happened. So true. And the other person is like on the verge of being, no, we're not releasing that. That yeah. was terrible. But that's the beauty. That's, that's the, the beauty that, of the craze. It's the yin and the yang. But yeah, so Dylan. They were straight up in manic states. They were both like, that was some of the best radio we've ever done. The other person's like, we need to sit down and have an intervention. (laughs) The other one's like, well, I already called my therapist, so they will be here in nine. Um, So when that, shortly after that, Dylan read a book on PTSD and, uh, Literally revolutionary it, shit though. Re- Let it be Listen, known. It was good shit. Dylan was calling I learned me a lot. Up. Yeah, Dylan was calling me on the daily with like these little tidbits and fucking stories and shit from this book. And I was like, oh super interesting. <laughs> so wow, that's so smart. You're so smart. And then all of a sudden Dylan calls me with like this. I don't know if you called me or if we were sitting right here, but you were like, I got an idea. And Dylan's idea was to basically turn outrageous fun into a podcast about PTSD. About PTSD. Follow, like interviewing people who I was like, learned about PTSD. Only go. I was like, PTSD is the most interesting thing I've literally ever read about. We're only going to talk about PTSD. And while I, I don't doubt that it was super interesting, I don't know if the next step yeah. in reading one book about PTSD is like, let's just change our whole show to a show about PTSD. So interesting, though. So my point is, yeah, Dylan submerges himself in these topics, but... That's what helps this podcast become a time uh, a time capsule. Oh, for sure, bro. Because at that point, when you were studying for boards, you had a nervous breakdown. I think I was living my and, PTSD. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I was, and I think that's why you read a book on I PTSD. I think I did read the book on PTSD because I was like, <clears throat> I feel like... I was like resident. I feel I like, like I'm, I'm setting myself up to have PTSD. <laughs> I was like, I like, I like understood it. Like felt like it was like. So what happened during your childhood? <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah, We've been there. We've talked about it. Um, <clears throat> but... Yeah, it was. Uh, I still think it's awesome to talk about. That. It is awesome, but we don't to talk need about. to talk. You don't think we're, there's going to be any fucking PTSD from but, this goddamn era, but bro? That's my, See, this is what no, I know now. See, there's going to be, and now I'm going to know how to have. We're going to be able to handle those conversations. 100%. For example, last night we were hanging out with our friends, mm. right? So that was nice. We haven't seen friends in forever, dude. What an amazing. <clears throat> let's backtrack <throat> a little bit, though. We'll do this like we're telling a story now. So let's okay. backtrack a little bit to you getting. Uh, okay. So yeah. yesterday I called Joe. It's Friday. Let me let me first. Let say. me even go back further yeah. myself. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> wait, wait. I don't know. Oh, you're, you're, oh, you're talking I was about. fucking with you. So I I had like an annoying day. Oh, work. yeah. Wasn't like a bad day. Nothing happened to me. I was just like tired and cranky after work. And so I. Can I explain yeah, why, though? Can I explain yeah, why? Continue. Yesterday, I had a cranky day, too. So t- yesterday was Friday, June 19th. And let it be known that I think Friday, June 19th, um, 
I think people started to feel like a little bit of cabin fever. I th- like yeah. there was something about this week specifically that I was like, I came home from work Friday. I finished my work at like five o'clock. And then I was like, yo, like I got us. I was just like, at one point I literally, I was like kind of having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, just like lay on the floor and like chill out for a sec. I was like, yo, should I be, well, I was like, all right, so it's Friday night. It's Friday night. Should I watch another documentary about Black Lives Matter? Should I uh, start reading my anti-racist book? I was like, should I give that stuff a break and like edit something old? I was like, maybe I should do this. And I was like, dude, it's Friday night. Take a fucking breather dude take a breather and i was just laying on my floor and i put meditation music on and i was just meditating insane that's a good thing (laughs) that is good you know it's a good thing it's crazy you should have meditated because i called joe at five i was like dude we should hang out tonight i really want to hang out like let's do something he wanted me to drive to long beach at first at first which is far away from me and i originally had plans to go meet another friend like somewhere else but i didn't want to do that because i was i would like i i was just not trying to do anything like well i called i called y'all like five o'clock and he's just like bro like i don't i don't fucking uh." (laughs) dude bro like that is so exactly correct you're just like like, bro dude i fuck (laughs) i had a fucking crazy day and like it's just there's nothing to do but I, I, there's, you, I, I, I was like, I'm like, dude, chill out. <laughs> like, You're all right. I was like, why can't my friends just live like next door? <laughs> yeah. Like, why do I have to drive 40 fucking minutes? What happened I, to the days where I literally just lived right next door to my friends? I used to live right next door to my friends. <laughs> when I wanted to hang out my friends, I could literally go anywhere five feet, five feet away from me and hang out my friends. Wasn't now, that nice. No, <laughs> I got to drive. I got to drive 45 minutes just to hang out my friends. I was like, dude, you're spiraling. Chill the fuck out. But like the problem is like you're right. The you're cabin fever spiraling. The cabin yesterday. fever started settling just this week. Like it I did. haven't had one episode of like I gotta get the fuck out of this. Well, apartment. you were telling me last week that you were like, yo, I need a break because you have been going in, consuming stuff, taking stuff on, consuming content, trying to change, Editing trying to shit. And we said it last week, like that switch from like not racist to anti-racist like it has taken an emotional it's, toll on well, my body it's, it's a you're actually putting energy towards something towards that you've something never put on energy towards that you've before. never put energy it's your work it's like fucking swimming for the first time like you're working yeah. out muscles you've never used before like, and you're, I've you're, never had you're to, connecting dots you've never connected yeah before. you don't dude people don't self-reflect <laughs> like think about it like you self-reflect on we like, self-reflect oh, way too we much self, yeah we way too much we're too much. i think we're addicted to self-reflecting we are because like <laughs> We just always think there's something wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to fix it. Doctor. Come on. Yeah. There's got to be a fix. <laughs> Give me the epidural. No, but <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. But, um, yeah, I forgot where you we were. You were giving where birth we? in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that. Where push, Joe, push. <laughs> I'm tired. I just want it to be over. It's not over. It's just getting started. Like most people, their self reflections are like, "Damn, shouldn't have drank that much last yeah. night." Yeah, we. I was like, like, "Why did? Why did I drink that much last night? Why did I?" It's like, "Why really did I ask that girl that? out in third grade? Where did that come from? You think that's still affecting me today? Let's talk about it and dig." I'm like, "Well, shit, this is exhausting." So now I'm restripping my whole life, and it's fucking exhausting. I'm glad I'm doing it, but sometimes you need a break. Yeah. So Joe was spiraling last yesterday, yeah. and so I used to be able to do this thing back in our prime party days. Well, it was he's always done it. It's never stopped. I am able to I'm a salesman and I Dylan sell just, Joe in a good time. It's and it's so annoying. You're so annoying. I like, know. It works every time though. It works every time and every time that he's doing it, I 
always know he's doing it and it literally gets to the point where i'm just like it's so much easier to say yes than to keep hearing but you also which is your to thing. say yes i know deep but down like it's like you make me so but that's sometimes, the issue in my brain I, i'm like why is this kid making me do this sometimes dude? i want to be allowed to say no when i don't really want to say no like i want to live my life <laughs> if i'm gonna make this mistake and say no i want to say no <laughs> I'll learn from the mistake. Maybe but every time it, it would be, it would mostly be around. I say that it was heaviest during our party days, and I would be like, "Dude, like, I want to go out." Like, yeah, when let's Dylan was the him. bad influence. <laughs> yeah, now he's the good influence. So now I really now feel like confused. I have to do it. Yeah, I'm so confused. confused. I'm like, what the fuck? Because for a long time I convinced you to do stupid shit. Now I'm convincing you to do shit that you need, and you're like, "Dude, you used to make me do horrible shit." <sighs> it's so it's so hard to gauge. Like, I finally I'm learned. Like, I literally had to say to Joe last night. I was like, "Dude, I feel like this is coming from a place of our pre previous." relationship mm -hmm. where we i would convince you to do bad shit but like i'm telling you that you need to come to the city just to hang out to get out of your head because you're not okay yeah i was like i'm doing this for you i'm not doing this for me. like in this like i even wrote this down like last night long story short i am so glad that dylan <laughs> yeah. is such a cock bag and like wouldn't was relentlessly See, and he needs to put that on me and say, i'll take I need it to I'm call him a cock I'll, I'll take it no he i i really am appreciative that he got me out of the house because i literally what i was complaining about when you called me the only thing that would have solved it was going out. Yeah. So like it you just had was to like logic. But shit, I did not want to go There's, in the moment. It's, I, I think it it's happen. a very hard balance between like taking Corona seriously, which I feel like we've been doing this entire time, and then like breaking from that is like it's awkward, very awkward. and like kind of confusing. But I it's even, like, yo, we're human. We gotta. Yeah. Like you can't. You got wear a mask and distance and just fucking. I it's got, gonna be okay. I actually that I don't get like I guess I do get social anxiety, but like I'm a pretty social dude. We're both yeah, pretty but it's social. Weird, so we can talk about that. So like yeah, I, I I this was the first time in a long time I felt like I wasn't even in the social setting yet, and I got like super social anxiety. Yeah. The first thing me and Dylan were gonna do was go to Long Beach with um, friends from that he went to college with, who I know pretty well. But, like, there was going to be people that I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Do I want to deal with do that? Do I want to, like, is it worth putting my family at risk? Literally, I'm thinking, like, is it worth possibly getting sick and getting my family sick to hang out with people that I don't fucking know? Yeah. I don't think it is. So I'm, like, having this emotional battle. Yeah. And, that's intense. Like, and I didn't I'm, like, think it was that intense. You know what I mean? Like, it was. I was, like, thinking so much so for, about. For some fucking randos, yeah. dude? <laughs> yeah. It's like. How you, Joe, how are you going to go hang out with randos, you fucking asshole? <laughs> yeah. Like, the, I'm, there's, like, a devil on my shoulder who's, like, go hang out and drink beer. <laughs> yeah. And he's the other one who's like, you're gonna kill everyone. <laughs> like, well, I don't think that either of these things should be in my plate right now. Yeah. But um, yeah. But when we got out last night, right when I showed up, I was like, I don't know what to do. I well, didn't you know said, if I hug people. Yeah, you don't know if you hug people. I've been yeah. giving people elbows and then like it's my first thing is go for an elbow and make a joke every time. This is the new norm. This is the new norm. I give everyone an elbow, and then I I disarm everyone that way. And then I'd be like, all right, but actually, like, are we hugging or what? <laughs> yeah, that's but, like, just to avoid that first interaction, the first one I always do is go for the elbow. Well, because the worst I highly case, recommend. It works every time. Then you ask. Then you it's ask. It's like a joke. Because if you just Weird go in for the hug. I have to ask, what are we doing, though? But if you just go in for the hug and that person's just not on board with it? Forever? No. No way, dude. Handshakes. Bro. I don't. I. I guarantee you're gonna go for handshakes, and people are just gonna be like, ah, sorry. That will happen, but I don't know if it'll happen as much as we think. Like in the beginning of the pandemic, people were like, handshakes in business are obsolete now. It'll, they'll never come back. I'm like, really though? You think my like 60 year old dad's gonna just be like, hey, like he's gonna fucking give you a hand? Like it's gonna yeah. happen. But I would say, yeah, it's definitely gonna be weird. Do you think? Remember in the beginning of the quarantine, I was like, ooh, masks are gonna be a fashion statement. Do you think that's still gonna be a thing? Do you think masks are gonna stay around? 
I think masks will be around forever now. Yeah, I Definitely. think so too. I feel like masks will always be but around. But like, you're not going to be required to wear them inside. Did they wear masks in 1919? And this, That's like, a good question. You know? What, Did oh, they have... What, what materials were even available? In 1919. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sure they have things to cover their mouths with, but like, did they have masks in hospitals? They might not have even had that knowledge yet. 1919 or whatever year that was, that's so long ago. That was 100 years. 100 years. Yeah. Damn. Damn. That's a long time. That's a long ass time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Joe told me that when he was walking up to the group, that you had like, you were like, fuck. And you were like nervous. And it was like literally yeah. our best friends. Yeah. Like it was one of the people I'm closest with. And yeah. I was like nervous. I don't get socially awkward like that often. I feel like that's just going to be, dude, that's going to be. I'm not used to being in a public setting with people. That's the thing. I feel like getting people out of the house is going to be difficult. Well, dude, quarantine made it normal to stay like in. to not want to go out. Like usually, like when you used to sell me on going out when you were a dirtbag. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But when you used to sell me on going out. Those are out, our the best times, memories, okay? They are our best memories. Okay. They are our You're best welcome. memories. You're welcome. I, some of it I don't remember, but yeah, there's some. Of I don't remember memories. any of it. <laughs> um, they when you used to that it, times were different. Like they it wasn't quarantines, so it was like, oh, you're convincing me to go out. I should go out yeah. because I don't have any good reason to stay. Now it's like I have a pretty good reason to yeah. not go anywhere, and it's selfless sort of. That's what you tell yourself. That's what you tell yourself. Meanwhile, you're just feeding into like your anxiety of like wanting to just be alone, yeah. which is weird. So. That's the problem with quarantine is like now, like we're so far into it. You're like, it's normal to stay in and not want to go out. Like, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it because there's not. But we're finally at that point though, where you can start socializing. I think there's like a good type of lonely and like a bad type of lonely. So yeah. if like you're I'm ready. to the bad time. Yeah. I was in the good time for you're, three months. You're, <laughs> you were doing good at time. Well, maybe there's a wave because yeah. you're going to be alone eventually. Mm -hmm. It's what just like, fuck? you know, <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you right. know what's going to happen. 100%. <laughs> Sorry. So mean. Um. No, but, like, you're going to spend time alone. Like, I think that this time makes everyone realize, like, eventually it's going to be pretty hard to not spend significant time alone in your whole life. Yeah. Like, and I feel like this was the first time that a lot of people experienced, like, being alone mm -hmm. hardcore. And there's, like, a good type of loneliness where it's like, all right, like, I worked really hard this week. I was surrounded by a lot of people. I'm, like, looking for my – I'm looking for some me time. And mm -hmm. when it's me time, that's dope. But when it's like you've had so much me time that you just want more me time, it's like that's when it's dangerous. And that's, I feel like, what was happening to you yesterday. It was, but also in my mind, I wanted me time. Because I even told Dylan last week, I was like, bro, I've been working too fucking much. Next week, we're taking a break. Like, we're recording two episodes this week, and I'm taking a break. We're not I doing it. I think your me time week. was, is, I recognized it. I was like, yeah, that's dangerous. Well, bro, that's, why don't you come over here? I'll that, make you feel better. That's what I'm saying. It's like now it's like hard to tell the difference between me time because you're alone. I'm alone all the time. <laughs> So, I have plenty of me time, but I, I guess I don't. Yeah. Like, well, it's because you know you're it's working, like an illusion. probably. It's like I'm lying to myself. It's so, like I'm alone all week, and I'm like, but I wasn't really. But yeah, I was. You were alone. No, I was. Well, I think it's because you're working, so it's like you're not doing what you want to be doing if you were alone. Because it's there like, you, go. you know, so yeah. it's like, that's what it is. So then you are like, all right, fuck, yeah, like now I need my alone time. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yo, you're crazy. You got to see a friend. <laughs> You need a hug. You not, fully yeah. lost it, my man, and you got to get you over need, it. You need to spoon somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn, dude. You're so right. For reals. Holy shit. I, but we're back. I'm back. Yeah, we're back. I'm back. Yeah, we're back. Socialist shit. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I feel like, and uh, to just go on a ridiculous tangent, a really interesting business idea that I heard. Well, I'm always open to a good yeah. business idea. So 
Did you watch? Did you finish the psychedelic? Let's take a trip on that. No, I didn't watch the new one. I've seen it. I know. I've seen a few of the psychedelic documentaries, but not that one. That one was awesome because it interviewed like celebrities about mm. their trips. And I think in that they talked about they had like a scientist on there talking about like the super positive benefits of going on a trip. And mm. it's like you would like meet with a psychologist and talk to them about it. And it's like, you're going on this journey together Ooh. with your psychologist. Oh, he does it too. So he like your psychologist would yes. prescribe it to you. And, but you would do all this work prior so you can like build a relationship and trust your psychologist. And then you trip and the psychologist is your Sherpa. How dope would that be? How That's, dope would that be? I'm, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. So I, I think we have to cut this out and like hold so that. The the idea is that the the psychologist was like, I bet you in like 20, 30 years, there's gonna be all these like pop up retreat centers that you can go there and psychedelic drugs will be legal in America and you can go to these specific places and like go on a retreat where you like do it in groups. And that it's would like be a dope. positive experience well, and you know our generation, bro, 100%. is going to be anyone's going to do it. It's going to be millennials. Dude, 100%. First of all, like after what I've learned about like why drugs are illegal, yeah. I'm like such a I don't even do drugs, but I'm just like they should be legal. Like legalize <laughs> yeah. everything. Legalize everything. It, 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 like literally it's medicinal. Like yeah. who gives a shit? I'm so on that boat. Yeah. I think our whole generation's on that boat. I think everyone. I've seen be. so many benefits to psychedelics. Like they cure PTSD. They cure addiction. They yeah. cure addiction. I'm telling you, PTSD, bro. I'm telling you, this is going to be a thing. Like I they, guarantee they, this is they a were, thing. I think they found, they did studies on people that came back from war with PTSD. And like the only thing that actually worked yeah. was, I think it was Molly and psychedelic drugs to treat it, which is insane. That's great. Dude, first of all, microdose. I've heard people microdose like shrooms or um, acid. To like, like businessmen to like get, I don't know if it's to get creative or it like is, emotionally yeah. intelligent, or whatever. But I've heard insane like documentations of that process of like two weeks microdosing. It's like yeah. people feel incredible. You're energetic. It's like, damn, like why the hell not? I would yeah. do acid if it was healthy ish. <laughs> Give me an excuse. I'll do it. Like if you tell me like something positive is going to come out of it, I'll try it. Fuck. What's what would be worse? Like, if you did it controlled, it's like you could argue that like a McDonald's double burger with French fries, like which one's healthier for you? If you have a good positive experience over here, I would be willing to bet if you had if you microdosed acid, like I'm not a doctor. Let me preface what I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Yeah, I would be willing to put money on this being true. That if you did, if you microdosed acid every day, or had a Big Mac every day, the Big Mac would kill you before acid did anything negative to you. I would, I'd be willing to, to I would take, that's a that. nice, that's a fair bet. Yeah. That's a fair bet. I don't know the answer to that, but that's a fair bet. I think it's fair. I think it's probably close. Yeah. Like I would, I, but I would say the effects. I think it's, oh, I didn't realize how Frankie, <laughs> welcome. Welcome, sir. I mean, it's probably like if, if you know they're going to stay in like a room or something. Oh, it's yeah. A, yeah. Oh, if you were, no. yeah. If you like locked up a dude and made him take LSD every day, yeah, he'd probably go fucking nuts. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like if he's outside, like one of those days, he's probably going to get hit by a car. No, no, it's microdosing. Microdosing, uh, you're not just on a full trip. Like microdosing, you barely trip. Like you just, uh, okay. you're still ingesting the drug. Like well, you can't trip well, I acid think every day. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. Go brain. Dead. I think the concept there is just like microdosing is technically illegal. Technically, yeah, so yeah. like microdosing, yeah. So that, it's like exactly yeah, you wouldn't trip every day. Well, there's benefits from what I've read. I feel like a, a, a hippie from like Woodstock, but 
I've read a ton of benefits, even on just going on like a trip, like a full trip. But I've also read separate benefits about microdosing. So I'm talking about microdosing. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> I'm not but a doctor. I'm no doctor. But I'm talking about microdosing. But you should take drugs. No, I'm just kidding. I had to take that back. Um, but yeah. So what? What were we talking about? <laughs> Oh shit! Oh what, bro? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how we got. I there. don't know. I, I just felt like we the, needed oh. to do this. I Dude, missed doing this. That was the this. first time we went down a rabbit hole I on know. accident and forgot where we were. Like yeah. that in a long time. Wow, that's nice. It's good, dude. We got to ride this wave. That's nice. I was looking at. This is um, how I was. Didn't say this. I told you, Joe. I feel like when it comes to, I want to keep talking about the the black lives stuff, but it's the it's the balance. It's still balance, and that's what it's I was saying before about that's what my main point was going to be about how Dylan gets submerged in topics when we first started doing the um addressing black lives matter and interviewing people to get their perspectives on the stuff it, we were like kind of stuck where we were like hmm how do we do this either by not completely like bailing on outrageous fun because like the name outrageous fun doesn't necessarily <laughs> let you know you're about to like learn about white privilege yeah exactly. you know so we were like "Ooh, how do and we also, do like, this it doesn't really it's not the best descriptor no, it's not at like all. Like, we're talking about white privilege, and it's, like, outrageous fun. Outrageous like, fun. And our description we're doing it in like on a, iTunes is bananas. <laughs> Thank God we changed it. Did we change it? I don't even I think, think I changed it we still need yet. to. We got to do it But today. it's bad. Like, it's it's incorrect. So, like, nothing added up. So we were, like, kind of, like, damn, do we have to completely abandon the outrageous fun thing? And that was the same mindset. It was, like, we, we don't need to completely submerge. We are talking about this thing because we feel it's extremely important. important. But we also feel it's extremely important to, to take like, breaks. take breaks and, like, in the same way Enjoy that like you see those and- me like you see a meme on social media that's like take take uh phone breaks. Mm-hmm. It's the same way of like our content and like what you talk about take breaks mm-hmm. cuz like if all you talk about is this mm-hmm. and all you do is that. Think of what happened in the car. Well the, yeah, well even before we get into that, like what you were talking about with um uncomfortable conversations with a black man, is yeah. that what it was called? Uh, with Matthew McConaughey, how he said he doesn't want you to feel guilty. Like, he doesn't want you to feel white guilt. He wants you to feel heard. Yeah. I think that's hard think to it, define, though. It's, it's hard, hard to, to define, but if you're going to... It's going to take me if a you're second, not gonna take, <laughs> Yeah. If you're not going to take breaks, if you're just going to dive into it and, like, keep pounding it into your brain endlessly, you're only going to make yourself feel like this overwhelming yeah. accidental guilt. Like, and, and that's fine. You should be able to... You should feel that guilt, but... It's very easy to get wrapped up in that and like feel just so bad about yourself as opposed to looking at this as like a learning experience. Oh, here's a fun analogy. In my uh, mental health class I'm taking right now, mm-hmm. he talks about it's good to feel a bad feeling, but let it, because he talks about like stress, because then it's like, oh, like I need my stress. That's what drives me. Like all those negative emotions that drive you, like, oh, I got to get this. I got to get that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not good enough. And the guy's like, oh, don't harp on that. It'd be better to just feel that in the moment to, like, figure out what you want to do. Like, me and you feel the white guilt and be like, oh, man, like, this is really messed up. And, like, we do really want to talk about this. But then use, like, your wisdom to kind of, like, figure out how you want to push it out of there. And, like, think of it as, like, everything is a gift. (laughs) So this is a a gift and a moment to kind of change and change the way that you talk about it. And don't talk about it in, like, a stressed way. Talk about it in, like, a like a wisdomy way where just like kind of piecing things together and like positive emotions. And the analogy he uses, like if you had a hot stove and like you put your hand on it, 
would you keep it there to like know that it's burning or would you feel it and take it off? Mm. So he's saying like feel like the in that example, the white guilt would be uh, the hot stove. And it's like put your hand on it, feel what it's like, but then take it off because you just stand there, you're just burning your hand. That ideology has never been adopted by an Italian-American family ever. <laughs> I'm like thinking about how wise that is and like emotional intelligence. I'm like, wow, that would be so nice to feel an emotion and just be like, yeah, we'll deal with this later. Like, well, it's thanks, not deal with it later. It's like, not thanks. deal with. He's literally says, and the guy meditates on it. He's like, thank yourself for allowing yourself to feel that way. Now think about how you rationally want to move forward and do that. Yeah, that's so rational. Italian-Americans aren't rational. I'm thinking of, like, me. The second I feel an emotion, I'm just like, I gotta fucking scream. Like, <laughs> in the car, they were driving, and Joe's like, someone didn't go, and he's just like, wait, what well, the uh, fuck? He didn't go for, like, a while, though. Like, it was, your it was road rage is it's some insane. of the most intense shit I've seen. It's a lot. We'll just be in a mid-conversation, and Joe will just get, like, something will drive past him, and it'll just, like... Yeah, it's bad. Like a golden retriever looking at a fucking no, cop, like a bird I, I, or some that's shit. That's the, the only thing that can. But get it's me. anger. The only thing that can. Oh, oh that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see it's like that. Like any distractors of anger, it just like grabs you. You'll be in the middle of explaining a story, and you're like, like, "This what the fucking fuck? idiot! What the fuck is going on here?" And then anyway, yeah. So and then you just go right back to it. I'm like, you know what's so weird that's about crazy, that, bro? bro? You know what's weird about that? A lot, tons. But the weirdest thing about it is when people aren't in the car with me. If I'm alone driving. I'm so much more calm. Weird, right? I think I think people being around me That's makes weird. me it's weird like, though because it adds me. some anxiety. Just because I feel like because I know you're gonna think I'm nuts if I react, I react worse. Does that make sense? No, that makes zero zero. I mean, sense. it's the truth though, so it obviously Wait, makes some sort of down. sense. Like there's you something think I'm about, gonna react. Something about so then you, being you in overreact the so that I. I don't know. I don't do it on purpose. It's not a conscious <laughs> I what, decision. I don't know what the It's not a conscious decision. It's not there. like I'm like, I need Dylan to know I'm angry. Like, I don't want you to know I'm freaking out. But, like, some for some reason, I react worse when Someone's you're there. Car. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I noticed that, like, today. I was like, you know, I feel like that wouldn't have bothered me that much. Like, I would have honked, but I wouldn't have, like, screamed, fuck you, you idiot. Like, which I did. <laughs> you did. You know? It was so over the top. Yeah, it was a lot. So, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just... I don't know what that is. I don't know. Maybe I didn't sleep well, which I didn't sleep well. I guess maybe I was cranky. No, but I think the fact that you said the first thing, we got to say that that's significant. Yeah. You got to figure that out. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you right now, we're not going to figure that out right now. No way. So I don't maybe even know we where move to start. On. Maybe we move on. I don't even on. know where to start. Yeah, maybe Write that one on. down, though. That's a good for one. For Dr. Lipschitz? For sure, for Dr. Lipschitz. I love referring to my hypothetical therapist as Dr. Lipschitz. <laughs> that is a really good one for Dr. Lipschitz. I didn't actually Doc, type anything. Usually, I just fake typed. Usually. <laughs> I'm like literally fake typing. Like, why am I fake typing? Type Usually, that. when I'm in the car, I'm so calm, I'm able to freestyle rap. But put anyone else in the car, and I literally turn into nice an angry segue. monster. Nice segue. Yeah, that was good. I did freestyle rap yesterday. That's also part of that, dude. Yeah. I think that you have like a weird. It's weird that you can't let it out in front of me, bro. We're best friends. It is weird. You gotta let that out, bro. It's weird. That's weird. I can't. I, have I ever talked about this on the podcast? I don't think so. Oh, I talked about it with Missy and Monzi. I think. Oh. I am a. Really good freestyle rapper, <laughs> like not like good, like, famous. No, last not like, word. Not, like, not like good. Like it's gonna sound good, but like I can think of shit for a while. Yeah, on my own, it's not necessarily good, but like I could get by for a while. Yeah, so I would consider that good in my in my brain. So sure. I'm a pretty good freestyle rapper, <laughs> but so I'm a professional freestyle. It's not gonna rapper. sound good, but you feel me? You yeah, feel what I'm saying. I'm I'm not gonna do it right now. You Listen, everyone loves their own brand. 
Exactly. Yeah. So I'm pretty good. But when Dylan's in the car, me and Dylan used to go to the movies a lot. We used to go see movies a lot. And on the way to the movies, we would put on instrumentals. And Dylan would freestyle <laughs> rap. And we'd laugh so fucking hard. We'd cry. Cry laughing. Cry laughing. Cry laughing. And he would always try to get me to do it. And I could. I wouldn't do it. And I couldn't. Literally couldn't do it. I still, to this day, cannot you can't do, do it, it still. if Dylan's in the car or if anybody's around. Like, and like, who cares? Who cares? I don't care, but I can't. I can't you even care, think. But you I, can't. I, Sounds I do. like you can't do it. I can't. But that's what I'm saying. I can do it. So yesterday, I freestyled for like a minute and a half, and I was just glad. Every time I do it, I crack myself up. I'm like laughing at myself. I'm like, why can't I just fucking do this when my friends are around? This would be so fun to do, but I can't do it. You got a weird barrier up, bro. I know. What is that barrier? I, Dr. Lipschitz. You got to write. That's another <sighs> Dr. Lipschitz question, Fuck, bro. I fake typed again. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let loose, uh, Joey. Who's inside there? Let him free. He's... Let Child, your freak flag fly. Let that freak flag fly, That's a bro. really hard tongue twister. It is. I, I can't believe it. As I was coming out of my mouth, I was like, will... I do I this correctly. Say a bad word here. Yeah, yeah that's all I spoke. Yeah, he's not saying that word on accident. But um, let yeah, it I gotta fly. Figure. What are you holding in there, but man? Dude, I think it's safe to say I let my freak flag fly. Had to slow it down. Pretty fucking strong. Like I'm. I have a apparently there's where, more. I have apparently a there's where more. I'm telling you about my problems. Well, like, I it's it's out there. People know I'm fucking nuts. Maybe this is the know? first step. The first, the first step, step is admitting to, to freestyling. What if, like, four flash forward four nope, years? No, it will never happen. No, no, no. I'm shutting that down now. Shut shutting down. that down now. Yeah, you should shut that down. No, nope. I mean, it's, I was getting this. hypothetical. Listen, I said I was going to do yoga every day last week. I've done yoga like four times. Okay, me yeah, doing yoga is way less more, way more likely than you becoming a famous freestyle rapper. You're what if in like four? No, you're right, but shut that doesn't. Down. I mean. You Don't just let compare, me shit on my dreams. Don't let me shit on your dreams. If that is you your dream, you my, go out and you become a freestyle rapper, Jeff. Yeah, you compared my like hypothetical situation where I become a famous rapper to you not wanting to do yoga because you're a lazy piece of shit. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. We're not to good say, at committing to things. You know what? You're right. And you know what else? <laughs> not anymore. I'm a commitment guy now. All right. I'm not a commitment guy. Do we I have really? so much to work on, dude, on the commitment department. Let's not even go down. I, that I said this. Uh, I said this to Hunt when we were hanging out last mm -hmm. week after he left, and I was like, "Yo," and we were talking about quarantine. I was like, "Yo, if there were traits about you that you were questioning mm. prior to quarantine, God, did they come to the surface?" Oh my God. It, <laughs> we said this yesterday. It was like you can only be alone with your thoughts for so long before you start getting introspective and you can only be introspective for so long without singling out I and, think and tackling your absolute worst quality i think it's yourself. hard to be introspective without help yeah well that's why we're so introspective because we're both introspective and we like well we help each other help each other through our problems but yeah i think it's interesting like i just hope people got someone to talk to like Me that guy too. called it like I, sometimes I have patience. It's just like, ah, oh, this person just really wants to talk right now, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, I, I don't do my, like, I'm supposed to be like documenting the whole time. Literally, if I, if I'm doing it perfectly, so I don't have to do extra work, I'm documenting the entire time with them. And it's like a, an incredibly impersonal experience. But like, sometimes you go into someone's house and it's like an older person who like hasn't seen anyone. And it's like, ah, like, I really just want to make you feel good and like, make sure, you know, and, you, and then they start telling stories. It's like, Humans need that shit, mm -hmm. bro. You do need that shit. Humans and need that shit. A lot of people shit. don't have that. Not right now, I don't think. No, they don't. I feel, you know what I feel like is kind of sad? I, I don't know if this is getting deep and weird because I'm obviously super single, but I feel like people who have. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Perfect segue. <laughs> I, 
people who have significant others, I feel like try not to put that on their significant other. But I feel like that's the perfect – if you're in like a really good relationship, I feel like that's the one of the main things you should be doing. With what, talking to each other? Yeah, no, not just talking to each other, like helping each other through that. Like your uh, – Like your bullshit. Your introspection, like we do for each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people – basically I'm saying people's romantic relationships should, should be, be like more us? like our relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. I think that some are. I think some are, but I think tons don't. Like I feel like a lot of people I know are in very – not people I know personally, maybe, but it seems like very. Um, it's easy to avoid surface your level, problems. Surface level avoidance stuff. of problems. Yeah, like you just want to always be having a good time with your significant other. You don't want to go down like the, the deep. into the troughs. Yeah, you, you know? gotta trust. You gotta trust. Gotta trust. Trust is the number one thing. How could I tell you all my shit if I don't trust you? Exactly. Oh, that's true. Ooh, ooh, Dylan. Yeah, you like that? I like that. Like that? Damn. I'll tell anyone anything though. To be honest. Me too. I'm so open. Uh, yeah. I tell people, I tell so many people my problems. I that, tell so, that makes so much sense. Like I tell so like because I do it in a way to disarm someone, so yeah, like they I'm feel not doing comfortable. Because I want to vent, I do it. Yeah, so that I, you I don't tell do it in a way dirt. where it's just like, yo, that dude's <laughs> fucking crazy. I do it in a way. I tell it in like a funny way where yeah. it's like, ah, we're on, uh, yeah. we're on the same page here. I'm like, look at this stupid. I like. I, do I just want to hear. I just want you to be comfortable telling me your deepest darkest secrets. <laughs> I just want to learn. I'm trying to about you. disarm you yeah. so I could learn who you are, so I could steal your face, <laughs> so I can exploit you. Uh, not really, uh, but no. I that's a good point. Yeah, that was a really good point. Um, what else is on this itinerary? Our argument. Ah, f- fuck. We that. don't really need to talk. Fuck about that. that. This is good vibes. This is good vibes. This is good vibes. We needed this. Oh, the creative prompt book. Single life. Oh, Dylan's fat again. Dylan's fat again. Yeah. Dylan's fat again. <laughs> You're really not. You I just have be honest. Plateaued. Be honest. Don't lie to me. Have I gotten? Have I gotten? You gained weight, but yeah. you haven't gained a lot of weight. I know. Like you're not See? as. In I'm not shape, as in shape as I was. But you also haven't worked out at, at all. all. So you should. I went be for a run, happy. bro. I went for a run, and I was like, "Holy shit, I'm so <laughs> out of shape." That's what I mean. That's what happens. When it's you, crazy. You don't move at all. It's crazy. <laughs> That's what happens when you eat pizza four days a week. Don't move. You know? It's it's <laughs> not so that I walk in my head. I'm like, it's hard to work out to be like, I shouldn't make this excuse. I should just deal with it. Mm-hmm. But for work, I literally walk like nine, 10 miles a day. And I'm like, I'm fucking done. Like, yeah, but like I'm done moving. I get that. But, but it's that's just also the mindset you've always had. Even like when you worked at the chef's corner, you're like, oh, I was standing all day. I don't need to work out. No, you do. You're fat, Dylan. <laughs> like you do need to work out. Sorry. It sucks, yeah. but you do. That was sucks. when you were heavy. See, but. here's an interesting thing about it where it's like <laughs> It's true though, it's true. See, you need friend this is what I'm saying. This <laughs> you is need exactly friends to call you fat. You need fucking friends to call you fat, yo. I am not hurt by it. I'm like, dude, I know. I'm like, dude, call me fat. It's what drives me. Don't call me but crazy then, four times. This but for podcast. the record, for the record, I'm f- like I'm I'm doing my to bring it full circle here. I'm doing my oven moment. I'm like, dude, call me a fat fuck right now, mm-hmm. just so I feel shitty. Mm-hmm. Just so I feel shitty, I take that and I put my hand on the stove so that I fucking mm. feel the heat you can pull and it right I can off. pull it off. And like, all right, now I'm gonna go on a diet. Like, I'm not gonna be a fucking asshole about mm-hmm. it, but I just need that. I just need a little bit mm-hmm. negative shit just to fucking drive me. You know what? And then it's the other thing that's like, don't let. One negative thing ruin your whole day. It's like, dude, call me fat. I want you to call me fat. I fucking need to feel that. Love and now that. I'm going forward. This is a beautiful point in our friendship because, like, the first, up until probably within the last year and a half, there's no way, no way I would have been like, 
yo, you got to start working out. You're, you're looking a little thick. Like, I would never have said that in a million <laughs> yeah. years. I would have been, like, so, like, that's so mean, dude. Don't, like, Dylan doesn't need to hear it. I would have been, like, on the... Oh, that's interesting. I would have been on the coddly Protect side. Protect like, his just, Yeah, like, like, just be nice. He's your yeah. best friend. Don't say that. But now we're so close and, like, yeah. in this together. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're like my, dude, like, my life no, coach. No, you need... Th- yeah, we're like each other's life yeah. coaches. Where I'm like, it sucks. This is going to suck. But you need this band-aid yeah. ripped off. It's true. You know? So that's beautiful. I have not been doing a good job, but I don't think I've, like... I would say this. I think I've just lost all the muscle mass that I had. All of it. And it was sick. Yeah, so Being much. Strong you had was, so much of it. I, no, dude, comparatively... <laughs> Comparatively, bro. I'm just kidding. No, comparatively, a hundred. It was awesome. I had yeah. never felt that way before. Yeah. It felt. Dope. I think you said was it? You said you were like walking up the stairs, and you felt like your legs were strong, like something. You it's said just a, you just, it's just felt a good, stronger. It felt good. It feels good to be strong. I mean, it did Frank, feel good. Frankie goes in cycles with actually with working out too. <laughs> I'm not throwing you under the bus. <laughs> I'm not throwing you under the bus. The Frankie goes through cycles with working out too, like, and. Every time, it's always just like, I just felt so good when I was working out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, It's once- so linked. If I can just lock in that, like, if I'm working out, all the other, like, usually the chatter in my brain shuts up. If I just work out, it's usually all okay. But for some fucking reason, I cannot take that as truth and mm-hmm. live it every day. I have. Something- if I could live that truth every day, I probably would just die a happy man. Well, I told you the way to... To do that yeah. is, to, is to be like, your day of work isn't over, over until, until you, work, you out. work out. And that's where I've been, like, forever. And I'll tell you that. No, no, no. no yeah, no, we, no, get no. It, <laughs> we get it, bro. We get it, bro. He doesn't seem so happy, though. We, no, no. That's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I was going to say, trust me. You say you think the chatter is going to stop. Once you get used to working out, it's all coming back, <laughs> baby. It's coming back loud and fucking furious. You're still going to want to kill yourself. <laughs> You're gonna still be like, "Fuck this tooth sucks," yeah, and like I'm a fat slob though. No. You're still gonna, it's still gonna be there, but it's so true. But it, it's a, still a healthy thing to do, you know. So, yeah, um, fuck those. But anyway, <laughs> I so this was actually, but this uh, is an interesting. This is an interesting learning moment for your boy. Mm-hmm. Me and Emily did 72 days of quarantine together. That's 72 so crazy. Like through. The beginning of quarantine, like Cuomo on the news every day, like coronavirus literally everywhere, every fucking, we're in my one bedroom apartment in New York City, like it was so fucking ridiculous, and I remember (laughs) it being day 45, I remember being day 45 and I was not keeping track in my head. Like, I was not keeping track. I was just, because then, like, work hit me with, like, we got all these evals, and they were like, yo, you, like, the company's losing money. Like, you got to fucking do extra work. And I was like, fuck. And I literally just put, put my head down, just went for it for, like, I guess 45 days. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it was day 45, Emily was like, yeah, it's day 45 of quarantine. If you asked me that day what day of quarantine was, it, I would have said, like, 12 or 13. That's insane. But it, like, it took, like, I literally I had to go outside and, like, take a walk and calm down. Cause I like realized it was day forty five and like I hadn't been keeping track and I was just working so hard and I was just like, holy shit! It's been forty five days of this. It does not fucking feel like that at all. It's just time has been just like irrelevant, dude. And that's weird. And I well, had to take a lap. Well, that was I honestly. Maybe thirteen is very no in- aggressive. I was maybe like twenty one. I was gonna say maybe thirteen is accurate because I think everybody like there were those memes that were like. Is it just me or was March like three days long and April was like 
90 days long. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, damn, or May or whatever it was. And I was like, shit, it's true. Like, April, I mean, March was like just done. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, it was like day 50 or 60 of fucking yeah. quarantine. And I was like, huh? What? Yeah. I thought it just got the news story just broke yeah. about Wuhan. What are you talking about? So I feel like maybe you're right. Maybe it did feel like 13 days. Like, it was that much worse for you because you were actually like. I was just in crisis mode. Yeah. Like, crisis mode, dude. Like, survival mode. Survival mode. Like, Primal instincts taking <laughs> yeah, over. Dude. You're like fucking eating like chicken by like the body. You're like he's freaking out. It was ridiculous. Holy shit. I don't know where that. Oh, we were talking about fat Dylan. Oh. Yeah, you're fat. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was so remind me. No, there but you don't look like I was again. You don't look worse. Oh, so like that's just. And then it was like the gym's closing down and it just got to the point where I was like walking so much and that was just the, the excuse and I was working a lot and there's always an excuse. Yeah, well, you Look at all these excuses coming out of my fucking mouth. Your excuses are always around working out. Like, you always have been that there's always been an excuse for why you didn't 100%. work out. 100%. Always. I need, I want to work it's out always today. like, yeah, it's always like, well, we're not doing that, but <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. But it's always been like, you know, oh, like, well, I've been dealing with COVID patients. It's like, yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. Know? It's like, yeah, it sure. Wasn't, I, like, the first moment I have an excuse, it's like your anger. It's the same thing. Like if a car drives by, it's like boom. I could be fucking angry. It's like, yeah, but that it's like guy the was moment being a I can make an excuse not to work out, I'm like, fuck yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sucks. sucks. And then I'm like, you're fat. You're fat. Yeah. You get to the gym. Anyway, what was that? What was that? That bit you did on one of our like first episodes? It was like when you were running in the, on the treadmill in the mirror. Oh yeah, yeah you got your titties bouncing, <laughs> you fat bitch. <laughs> literally, that's a voice in my head. That's what you're like telling yourself. Yeah, literally, it's like oh. finish this mile, <laughs> fucking fatty. <laughs> Uh, no oh. one's ever talked to me that way, but it's just like that's the voice. Well, that, that, it's, at least the in, the voice you have inside your head's healthy and yeah. supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking run, you fat bitch! That is me just putting my hand on the stove and just loving every second of it. Literally just, licking the stove. Yeah, licking this, putting my face you on like the that, stove. You, you, you like, like that, you fat piece of shit? <laughs> oh shit! But Emily went away. For, so we did 72 days of quarantine, mm -hmm. and then Emily went to Boston for a little bit uh, to like, see her family or whatever. How was that? It was great for her, <laughs> and it was, but it was like almost like important space for us to have, yeah. like just to kind of, like we usually would spend time, it was like important for us to miss each other. Yeah, and 100%. So, but during that time, I had been like keeping so many things tight like i kept my diet tight like i, I really didn't like let up that much because like emily doesn't let me eat cheese and dairy and ice cream <laughs> like let's tell her what it is she fucking holds that shit down she keeps me on a tight fucking and leash what did we eat last night fucking ice, ice cream, cream bitch. let's go emily's out of town <laughs> and pizza <laughs> and i had a fried chicken sandwich but throughout anyway. the i think i remember if i said this on the podcast but i had the last three nights before emily came back i was just i got four slices of pizza each night mm -hmm. four specialty slices each night because i was like emily's coming home i i, I just gotta have this pizza now mm -hmm. and then emily's now in boston again for like father's day weekend she took like, like a thursday a and a friday pizza. saturday sunday and i'm like all right dude you did and i just watched the news every day and i just came home from work and literally laid on the couch and just turned on the news and just ordered fucking crazy food and just got fucking mm -hmm. just went for it bro you mm -hmm. know live your fucking life i lived my, i that? lived that shitty lifestyle yeah. i wanted to fucking feel that again but it was like i had to feel that that was a long-term mm -hmm. hand on my stove moment mm -hmm. 
but I was like, all right, I don't want that. Like, yeah. I, that was too much. You were bro. trying to milk too much. I was out like, of that. yo, like that. Yeah. You're not, you're not that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. You did that. That was like a. I'll probably do it again. You're but that guy. He's. I'll do it again. Yeah, but I'll, I'll lock it up. You know. Yeah. It's all. You can only lock up your demons. I feel like you can't squash them until you squash them. It's just mostly you lock them in a cage for a little bit. Yeah. But sometimes you gotta let them out. Sometimes it's just like, ah, oh, the poor guy's just been sitting in that cage. Yeah, bro. pizza's let's, not gonna let's, hurt let's, anyone. Yo, let's order a full fucking feast. You know. Yeah. Um. Also, you didn't know that. Like you couldn't have anticipated Emily going to Boston for two weeks and then doing it again a week and a half later. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So you got it all out of your system, you thought. That's true. And then you got like let out again, like That's left true. alone. Talk to again. me in a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'll ever be able to, you know, squash Fat Dylan. But, like, do you, you don't want to squash enjoying food. That's true. It's you, a fine that's line, the thing. bro. That's why. It's a very that's fine why line. you have to get very to the point confusing. where you're working out. It's like, true. consistently. Because then when you fall off for a day, you're like, yeah, but I fucking worked out three, four days this week. Yeah, you're right. And daddy's got some fucking shit going on, on these, under this shirt. You're so you know? right. That's how you justify it. Yeah. It's so true. I got to get that. That's the so key. So now, dude, think about this for a I'm second. I'm just going to work Wait. out and eat whatever I want. Think like about the this situation. For a Remember when we used to do disgusting cheat days? Oh, yeah. Do you... I was just what being What were fat. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was dieting all week, like, working out every day, and then, like, me and Dylan would have these insane cheat days on well, Sunday. Well, you would call them cheat days. I would just call them Sundays. <laughs> Such a good distinction. Like yeah, I bro. was able to. That's why I felt fine doing it. I just just. I was actually it. working because out during you, that time too. It was because <laughs> The Rock like posted those breakfasts. Oh yeah, that is how it started. The Rock would have like sixty-two pancakes and like stuffed French toast on his once every like seventy-two day cheat day, and he would have like three once pizza every pies. seventy-two days. Is it was like crazy. it was like yeah, it was like seventy-two straight days of like not one carb. Two a days. The man is a, is a savage. Yeah. He's how too much, much does how much does the Rock have to work out a day? Do you think to look like that? Well, he probably eats like five thousand calories a day of good calories. How does the that amount he works the out? Rock Dude, he's an, six five though. And the like Rock as an old man is going to he's blow my 50. mind. I know, but probably. like a old, like I'm like, how is this dude gonna age out? He's you know? either gonna live to be like two hundred because he's bionic, or he'll unfortunately be, have a really un- <laughs> bad. Like, he'll collapse. Like, his body's just not going to be able to take it. You, you would think his blood pressure's okay. You would think he has that shit on lock. I feel like he doesn't. And, you know, I'll tell you why. I love The Rock. Yeah. I'm such a The Rock guy because he seems like a good dude. Yeah. But lately, I'm seeing, like, I, th- I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. There was a video that he did promoting his new tequila that just came out in during quarantine. Once you start exploring your demons, you can see everyone else's You can see everybody demons. else's. Cause, dude, it's in people's eyes. Like, yeah. I've noticed because I know when... You know how you can feel when you're smiling with your mouth but not your eyes? You know yes. You can feel that step, that distance. So you could you could notice that in people, Ooh, obviously. I hate that. I hate having I know, you smile it so when real. it's like you don't want to smile. The worst. But, like, that's why we can talk, have shitty conversations, but whatever. But, so The Rock was, like, tasting his tequila and... All of a sudden, I you see his face go from like this is like my new fucking tequila to angry, and I'm like, what the fuck? And his little like three year old kid like runs from out from behind the camera and like goes to like hug his leg, and the rock is just like it literally looked like he wanted to pick the baby up and just chuck. <laughs> like he was so mad, he's like, well, daddy just told her not to interrupt this video, and it was like, dude, this is too real. Like maybe he's madman. 
So I just got me really into thinking the rock was crazy. As <laughs> an abusive father. <laughs> yeah. Like I got into so being I got, like, I went through this abusive facade. So we have to turn this podcast into the rock as an abusive yeah, we're father. Just, we're just going to pick apart all of the rocks, like home videos. <laughs> America's literal sweetheart. Yeah. I love the rock. His action sweetheart. I love the rock, but he obviously beats his kids. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's gold. What's next? So. Um, Damn, this feels good to just be talk chatting. I gotta say, damn, it's nice. This is nice. Very distracting. It feels every like time we, we come earned, down, we earned this like chill. Every time we come back down, I'm like, reality. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be okay. Yeah, you know, it's all okay. It's gonna be all right. Damn. Want to talk about your single life? <laughs> Speaking of things that are okay. <laughs> Yeah, we can talk about my single life. I was going to, do you want to talk about my single life or the fiasco that was last night and this morning with me? What do you mean? Um, Like not sleeping, sleeping at your apartment. No, no that, we kind of hit that just, already. Yeah, did we? Yeah, yeah the being antisocial. Yeah, let's we don't not have to go back to that. that. No, that's not Give the people what they want. Yeah. Joe's single life. All right, yeah. Joe. Welcome to, you know, the dating show, Outrageous Fun Dating Show. And Yikes. Joe, uh, how are you doing? No comment. <laughs> I'm doing. Um, I are you on the apps? I so quarantine went in stages. Mm. The second quarantine started, I was like, hinge, gotta. Mm. I, what else am I gonna do? So I started the apps. Like within a week, I was just like, no way. Like this is hell. So I got out of that, and then I'm happy to say that I'm back on the apps. As of <laughs> as of last week, I'm back on Hinge, and it's been. Um, what percentage it, of Hinge things do you think work out? Like, what do you think for hinges me, zero? Clearly, what do you think hinges success rate for relationships? That'd be an interesting to statistic. I would to say see. versus other dating apps, infinitely better. Mm. Infinitely better. Hinges like all right. Hinge, the thing with dating apps that I, I view as like the problem is like Tinder and Bumble, like the OG dating apps. It was like, are you hot? Are you hot? Are you hot? Are you hot? And it was just like, well, this is just like, I, I want to bang you app. Yeah, which is like cool if you're in college, I guess. But like, is it so? Hinge is cool because like you get bits of people's personality in it, and like they like that's why I like rule out people that have just generic answers to shit. I'm just like I don't care how hot you are, you're boring, you're stupid, yeah. you're boring. Um, so that's why Hinge is cool. So I would say why because is Hinge of that, cool? What's what's on Hinge? Hinge is like, um, <laughs> it, I'm just I think it's funny because you actually don't know. I have no clue. You have no clue. You've never been in this life. Hinge is um, it's not a swipe. You don't you can't swipe. You have to push like or dislike, which is a different. Ooh, interesting. And you don't just more effort. Yeah, it's more. It is more effort. <laughs> so you but can't like, just fucking. So you don't just like. Yeah, you're not just plowing through. Like literally, I remember. Remember when Tinder first came out? People would just swipe right everybody. Yeah, that's in so sociopathic so, so, so behavior. It's crazy. See? It's just like dopamine. She wants. That and when I me. have it's my crazy. PTSD shroom clinic in Colorado, <laughs> you'll all fucking be there. I'll be there. I'll We're be all fucking, gonna have PTSD. I'm gonna be a majority owner. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm fucking buying your stock. I'm taking it all. So you said that you. Swiped right 12 billion times in between 2010 and 2020. Yeah, sit down. It's crazy. So hinges like you have to go through their whole profile and like see their personality and then you then you. Oh, you so it's you don't like have to get through it. But like I always give it a scroll through. Um, And that's like a good dynamic. So that's what I'm saying. Like the success rate is probably infinitely higher for me, however, hasn't worked out yet. Mm. But like the problem with dating apps and quarantine is like. Yeah, what's like, the like deal? When said, you're talking, when you're talking to people, it's like, dude, it's weird. Do you it's get like, to the point of ever being? Because in the city, I've definitely seen some first, second dates. Yeah, 
walking around, people just, I think, walking and talking and mm-hmm. grabbing, like, drinks to go and shit. There's been... That's the thing that's weird. It's like we feel that in, during quarantine, we were just talking about how it's like weird to want to go out. Like you don't, you feel weird that you're putting people at risk if it's worth it. So with dating apps, you're not, when you're on like Hinge, the way it works is like you say you like somebody and you don't know, like they may, you may get four matches in like two seconds. Like it may just all come in. So you never just have one person how that good you're does that talking feel? to. It feels good, but also it's like overwhelming because now uh, I'm like, do I, which, who do I want to actually talk? Then you have to make another, it's just like fucking, <laughs> that's why I delete apps like every other week. Yeah. But so when, when you're talking to people and you're like trying to get a gauge on whether they want to like hang out or are we going to like FaceTime for like a year until quarantine's over mm. like it's weird because sometimes people are like really into wanting to meet quickly oh and really? i obviously haven't done that i haven't gone out and met people immediately that's interesting people just are like oh i want to come meet you yeah like somebody i was talking i was Yikes. talking to last week like wanted to hang out this weekend and i was just like not ready to do that yeah and I, so i was like you know it's just weird like i'm not not being weird but like it's it's kind of everyone has their complicated boundaries. everyone has their boundaries. boundaries it's like i don't know what's okay or what i want to do that's a boundary I, yeah i guess you're right <laughs> yeah it is boundaries. but i like i don't know what i even want to do and it's weird that the only alternative is to like talk text somebody for like months and months it's just like so i end up running out of steam and i'm just like fuck this and then i delete yeah. the app again so that's where i'm at right Vicious now i'm riding cycle. the high i'm riding the high and it's getting interesting it's getting is it a little bit how many uh, who are you uh, talking to um i'm not gonna name, like name names yeah. i'm not really honestly right now i kind of just slowed down the first when i had it like the first three days i got back on i don't know if it's because like how long do these conversations go like a few days and it's just like a, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Yeah, like most of them fizzle out. Like I'm, I kind of just will stop answering. Because like how many conversations can you Gosh, have? Gosh, I feel oh, that sucks. You, all right, can I that just sounds, say something? Honestly, from, say- a, from a perspective of someone who has never done this and mm-hmm. is definitely not doing this, I am feeling, you know how Dylan feels everything? I'm mm-hmm. feeling that right now, bro. Because that feel fucking it? sucks. You want to feel dude. it even more? Ready for That just sounds horrible. I'd yeah. rather do literally anything else. If bro. I was single, I wouldn't even try to be getting chicks right now. It sucks. Wouldn't even be trying. It it's honestly causes more stress than I would not else. even be trying. It just makes you sad that you can't just go to like the beach on a date. Well, you can, I guess, go to the beach on a date. But yeah. you know what I mean. Um, want to put it in perspective. Your, think about your like relationship with Emily. You guys met abroad. In, like, the happiest time of your entire life. <laughs> Had the same friend group, so seamless transition into, like, reality. <laughs> um, and that, so you literally went from, like, this fucking, like, fucking, what's it called? Uh, fairy tale, like, easy transition into, like, reality. And now you're living together. Beautiful. How easy was that? You didn't have to, like, date in, like, the real world while you have, like other interests and like your job and like her job and shit like and introducing friend groups and like coming none of that ever had to happen so think about how shitty dating is like it sucks i get it introduce friend groups and then if they suck then you're like well then do i have to break up with this person because their friends suck that much it's like well that person's kind of cool but their friends really suck it sucks (laughs) that does suck to it really sucks to meet someone and then meet their friends and be like, nah. Yeah, like my, I mean, I like my ex. I did not her friends. I was not a fan of, and like I just dealt with that for like a year, and I was like, this is just never gonna work out because like I'm not gonna fucking get along. This sucks. Yeah, you know. So that's like something. That's a real thing to think about. So it sucks. <laughs> like you have it so easy, you little bitch. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how easy I have it. Her had it easy. 
That's your, crazy. Your cultivation of your relationship. So Jeez. yeah, like dating in the real world is. I mean, I definitely make it more difficult because I'm just fucking nuts. Yeah. But it's definitely harder. Yeah, I feel that. You know. Um. What was I about to say? I had a question. Oh, what do you think about how quickly would you FaceTime with someone? Or would you? Like, would Sometimes, you bumble to FaceTime? I've I've done that before. Interesting. But not, have I really though? Not really. That's fucking crazy. I kind of have. Like, I, there was somebody that I was talking to from an app, but like, I, we, like I'm weird. Like, I don't want to meet you for the first time FaceTime. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like That's it. so future to me. It feels crazy. It's too future. Cause like when you meet some when you're talking through text with somebody for too long, you establish this like fake idea of who they are. Yeah. Via text. And then you meet them in person and it never adds up. It's always like you're playing catch up. With FaceTime, it's still you still have that, but it's different. It's it the, the thing that's missing is like the physical contact. So like you feel like you've met, but you haven't. But like it's it's it's, it's probably better than texting. It's though. better, but it's just it's still annoying. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. An app where people go on, and you swipe left, swipe right on people, but you have to be live on the app. And if you swipe right, you immediately get thrown into a conversation via FaceTime. I like it. I like it. Also, though, it would change the dynamic of Should dating. We invent apps. that? That's not a terrible idea. It's a really good idea. That I'm actually going to write down. Dating app. You literally swipe FaceTime. and you go fucking straight to face. Yeah, but then it would just be like dudes jerking off or some shit, you know? Like guys, there would be so Ooh, many problems. That's such a fucking good point. Guys ruin How everything, would you- <laughs> dude. Dude, that's disgusting. That's a, genius- that's a would- great idea that's on like paper. Chat roulette. It's the same thing as chat roulette. <laughs> and chat roulette was literally like ninety percent dudes whacking off. Shit. Well, we gotta find a way to like troubleshoot that. Yeah. There's gotta be a, a How firewall. can you make sure we're gonna have to constantly it be, be a, on there. Just it would like have to be a strict no nudity app. It has to be threatened under like penalty of law. Or yeah, something. Like, like if you cannot get naked. Yeah, you like, cannot get naked on our app. If you get naked and are reported, you go to federal prison. Yeah, for yeah. the rest of your life. That's so in the terms and conditions. Honestly, if you were an Omegle guy who just had your cock out, or a chat roulette guy that just had your cock out, you should probably go to jail. That's insane. There's kids on the goddamn thing. Yeah, disgusting. Anyway, I don't know how we got in there, but. <laughs> That's a really good idea, and I would love that because just but like, thrown into conversation. I'd love that, but that would change the dating app dynamic because you wouldn't just be like midnight, like in your bed, like looking like a nightmare. Yeah, but it's more realistic. One hundred percent. I'm saying it would change everything. Like, like you're go, sitting down, you get a drink, you swipe right. Oh shit, I got some on. Boom, and you ha- go into a conversation. That's the problem with dating apps: is it makes finding people potential people to date it makes it like a pastime like a, literally you just go on an app it's almost like it's, well, it's, almost, it's too stalkery it's, well, it's, it's too app, stalkery it's almost like going on instagram posting a pic and like seeing likes and like getting like that dopamine fi- or serotonin fix because you're getting likes and you're like oh that feels good literally when you get a match it feels good so some people go on these apps just because like that's why people fucking swipe everybody because it just feels good for somebody to swipe right on you so People don't go on that app with 100%, even if they don't realize it. Like, they're going on that app to meet somebody, but they're really continuing to, like, go through the app because it just feels good to keep doing. It's, like, yeah. something to do. They're enjoying it. So that's the flaw with apps is, like, well, you get I caught up I think that mine that. would be ours. I'll bring you in. Thanks. Um, I think that it takes out, <laughs> it takes out so much of that. It does because it's like you're in. It's almost like you're in a chat you room. Have you swipe to, like, onto the chat room. You can't just keep swiping. Yeah, you can't just keep. And swiping. And then you're careful about who you swipe because you're like, do I want to 
getting in a fucking but also there is a problem with that because they would have to be on their phone too and swiping oh and then we would have people just addicted to their phones because they always want to be talking to people whoa but that's a good thing we got to get people addicted to our product sorry you're right yeah you're right sorry sorry honestly then this is a good idea this is a good idea this is a fuck frankie what do you think about this idea he likes it nice (laughs) he doesn't like um i think it takes the stalker version out of it yeah because i think that, also bro dude, i've the been catfished thing, on these apps yeah I think so it the, takes that possibility it takes that, out of ca- it. the catfish out of it i think there's the stalker part of it where it's like you find the person you match with the person and then it's mm-hmm. like before you even start talking you can look up all this shit but it's like you should only be able to see their profile and then just jump into that conversation mm-hmm. we'll have to we'll have to brain blast on that i'm trying to br- Th- there's a lot there there's a lot there's there. a lot there i like I, I think i like i think we're onto something here um, let's finish here. Um, I was just, I grabbed the pr- mm-hmm. creative prompt book. Remember these guys? 500 creative prompt ideas. Oh, what was yeah, the w- thing? Oh, it was, it was, I was holding the book. <laughs> um, it's 500 creative prompts and there's 500 creative prompts in it. I think that was what we said. And Joe did this thing where he stayed, uh, it's, it's too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking me out. <laughs> I did it for so long the last time. But we, um, we wanted to answer. I, I flipped it open. I was like, oh, remember when we used to do this? And the question that popped we up. We thought this was the ticket. The ticket. We There's were, so many tickets. We were going to do this. And what if it's all the ticket? What if it's all? the stratosphere. It was cell phones. It was PTSD. Hey. It was everything. Throw it at the wall. Throw it See at the wall. Sticks. But the question that I found was what? Uh, it was. My things ready? Open. What's something new in your life? <laughs> everything. <laughs> Literally everything. My whole life has been turned upside down and flipped 360. Yeah. Um. So what's new in my life? I don't leave the house. Yep. I'm a born again virgin. <laughs> I um I have sleep anxiety. Yep. I have waking up anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have social anxiety. Yep. I have an eating disorder. Yep. But I love my best friend and family. So I, that's all um good. Have let all the white guilt that I have felt oh, in my life just into fully that. take yeah. into my identity. Yeah. And just completely identify with that. Dylan's just guilty white guy. <laughs> I'm just the guilty white guy yeah. now. Um, I have a mustache that I'm like emotionally attached to. And I'm Dylan like, I honestly am like, I feel like this is going to be a thing for me for a while. It is. I'm going to be a mustache guy. You're going to be such a mustache guy. It's just like, I'm not ready for my face to see my face again. Yeah. You know? I, dude. I told Dylan this the other day, Frankie, I saw a picture that me and Dylan took when we, we did this like day of content producing where we went to my office on a Sunday and just fucking danced on TikTok for like six hours. And we took a selfie and Dylan did not have a mustache. And I found that picture and it was weird. Like I didn't recognize Dylan's face yeah. with no facial hair. So I have a mustache now. Yeah, your lip is like weird, <laughs> but it's not, but it is, you know, what else? You fucking. are. You look good with that mustache. Dude. I like it, dude. It's shaped up nice now. It is shaped up. It was nice. very walrusy before. It was mad walrusy. And now it's kind of hipster. Yeah. But what else is new? I feel hope again. I go in. I go in. Um, waves of like hope and not hope. So that's I would, weird. I would even add. I feel very mature. I feel very mature. I feel very so positive. Mature. Let's go positive. I vibes. feel like. Uh, yeah. Let's go positive. I feel mature. I feel very mature. I feel now. like. I feel like I'm, an adult. Yeah, I feel like I'm dealing with things that I always had to deal with. Yep. I feel like we're fighting for a dope cause. Yeah. So I'm proud of that. Proud of that, too. Uh, Having difficult conversations that 
are difficult. Having yeah, yelling at Dylan. Me and Joe have been yelling at each other, and then we get over it. So that's mature that's of been us. Chill. That is very mature of us, that yeah. we were just screaming at each other in the car. Screaming. And we never really, you know what? We never really fought before talking about serious stuff. Yeah. But it's good that we can but feel like, it and we can get over it and do something like this two yeah. hours later. And we, we got over it like 10 minutes later, which was chill. All so right. So yeah, it's been dope. It has been a pleasure doing this episode. Round of applause. Round of applause. Next episode, we're going back in. We're going to find something to talk about. We're going to talk about the issues. Um, but I hope that this was able to kind of raise your spirits and make you feel good in the moment because I know we all need to feel that way. We need to raise our spirits to stay at least neutral. Mm-hmm. You got to stay neutral. Like Dylan said, let yourself feel it so you know what you need to change in your life, but don't don't get all depressed. Stay try neutral to, try to is smile. such a Dylan fucking thing. Yeah. Like, I can't be like, stay positive. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, stay, like, neutral. stay neutral. No, be positive. Be positive. You're allowed to be happy yeah, and you're also allowed be, to be happy. feel guilty. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can be happy, so be happy. Yeah. That was beautiful. I agree. We love y'all. Love y'all. Have a good week.